How about you just do a Kate Bush cover instead, running up Thornhill? Huh? That's nice and easy, soft. Oh, gosh. No, I hate. Cause then, or then you it, just make up a story of hiking and in on a hill <clears throat> you got stuck with no, a thorn. No, because then it, it it alludes to Stranger Things, and I hate Stranger Things. Okay? Dude, my Twitch chat made me play running up that hill when I was doing a drum stream, and I had never heard the whole thing. Holy crap, that thing goes on forever, and it doesn't really change, and I almost died of boredom. But Okay, let's do this. Hey, little mama. No, I came in a little too hot there. Yeah. Hey, little mama. Yeah, you heard about me? I'm a poppy like a pea. Yeah, edamame. Yeah, I feel so hot. I'm chilling on the beach. A baby on a thornhill. The band we're covering. This week on My Taste of Music is Terrible. We're talking the discography of Thornhill. Drop that intro music. Give you points for confidence. <laughs> that was good. <clears throat> I'm proud of me, <laughs> and we're happy for you. We're we're really so happy <laughs> that you're we're, proud of you. We're bud. we're stoked <clears throat> on this. Um, yeah. So this week, this this was my pick. This is Jonathan. This was my pick. We've been going around the circle and uh, picking bands to do. And um, I've liked Thornhill for a while. Played a couple songs. Um, I think most notably the song Casanova off their latest record for the Nathan Reacts to Metal episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they have two full-length albums out. They started with an EP back in 2018, then they released The Dark Pool, which is a full-length in 2019, and then Heroin, which was released um, early earlier this year. Um, the albums are pretty different, um, but you can still tell it's the same band. So, yeah, we're... We're just going to hot talk take. A, hot, t- hot takes on them. We're not hot really going to rank them. They're not that different. Mm, mm. I think they're a little different. <laughs> they're a little different. Actually, um, but before we get into all of that but nitty gritty. We have a sponsor. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Audible <laughs> does not sponsor us. Uh, I do have a little bit of a game for y'all. Is that okay? Uh-huh. Okay. Wait. Don't we do the, like, what's been Gerard Wayne on your ears thing Oh, first? yeah. Sorry. Oh. I'll start. TK. Good. I'll start I'll start by asking the question. Okay. <laughs> okay. Good what's, podcast, guys. What's been Gerard Wayne on your eyes? Um, I had the pleasure of a particular film, Gerard Wayne on my eyes, <clears throat> called Pearl. No way. It freaking... Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. All I can say is Mia Goth is... Mia Goth more like Mia Boss. Yeah. She a a boss. (laughs) Because, dude, she's so good. Um, Yeah. And, yeah, that movie was incredible. What what did you think about it? Uh, So I was there, too. So we're going to start our recap, our (laughs) pro recap podcast. Is that your thoughts? (laughs) I was there, too. (laughs) I was there, too. It was very good. It kind of, uh, I mean, that is honestly kind of what happens. Like you see it happen and then you're like, oh, I'm a person. What? <laughs> what? I, you know, like, cause you get so absorbed into the movie that you like, 
you you leave the theater and you're like, oh yeah, other things. Mm. Gotcha. Like you're so bought into the world that yeah. it's a jar coming back into it. Like books are the same way for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of like that. Especially so. There's a <clears throat> one particular scene where she delivers a seven minute monologue, and man, does it just entrap you. Yeah, it, it it like you don't even care. You're not like shut up. You're like keep more. You're like what a roller coaster. More, dude. Yeah, what a fun. And it's just it's just. I mean, like I was telling you guys Good, earlier, clean, fun. earlier before we recorded. Family friendly. It just has like the vibe of like the Wizard of Oz. Like the score is incredible. Like the the cinematography like everything about it i think it's it's in my top 10 favorite movies of all time now like it's very good um probably one of uh, i'm trying to think uh this is maybe considered a minor spoiler if you want to go into the movie completely clean but we've also already told you there's a seven minute monologue so um yeah that is the i mean that's the climax of the movie that's the movie that's the biggest spoiler um the seven minute monologue That movie has probably my favorite, let's call it a chase scene. Hell yeah. So good. Oh, man. It's it's such a good OF moment. Oh, man. It's good. She's chasing the goose around to kill it. No, the goose just kind of stands there like a dummy. The goose just stands there and takes it. Yeah. Like a dumb goose or something. So Silly goose. But let's talk about our ears, baby. What about them? Well, what's been Gerard Wayne on him, baby? <laughs> Tanner. Uh, I was going to wait and see who responds to baby. <laughs> it's you. That was a directed comment. It's, we all knew it. It's always been you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's been Gerard Wayne on my ears other than Thornhill? Um, the Devil Wears Prada. They just released a new album five days ago called Color Decay. Um it is redacted. Uh, stay tuned for when we talk about it on the pod. Um, and also been listening to a lot of Wonder Years, which is just pretty typical, as well as Death Cab for Cutie, because uh, they also just released a new album on Friday, um, which TK is currently holding in his hands. And he has not listened to a single note of it. Well, he, well he's I've heard, listened to three of the songs in oh. there. I, uh, Foxglove through the clear cut is the literal definition of sonic Midwest emo. Yeah, it's it is. It's good. like the most emo thing I've ever heard. It's very good. Okay. As a matter of fact, when I was listening to the album, I was like, "Oh my gosh, what is this song called?" Oh, it's oh, it's very good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's in my top five of the year for sure. Yeah, it's good. What else? What else has been Gerard Wayne on my ears? Give me a sec. Give me a sec. Oh, Hurry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, the, <laughs> the new uh, Straight From The Path album is quite good. So um, Jonathan and I and a couple others went down to Salt Lake City and saw the Devil Wears Prada. Um, and Straight From The Path opened for them and Dying Wish opened for them. And uh, Straight From The Path was actually great in concert, mm-hmm. which we were like, that was better than I expected because we weren't like Straight From The Path fans. And then um, we listened to one of their older albums on the drive back and we were like, yeah, I don't love this. 
Um, but then one of my coworkers recommended that I listen to the new album now that it's out and it's very good. So sick, especially if you like new metal, which is not a good way to sell that album. It's really good. You should listen to it. It's wait. New metal is awesome, dude. I'm not going to lie. The other day our cause at the Lark, we have a valets and one of the valets was like, we're today. We're going to listen to the newest, um, Limp Biscuit album together and I was like okay bet and then we did and I liked it can I sound like huh. an old man for a minute <clears throat> I don't like when people say bet so if like somebody's like at a horse race are you are, do you just go no 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 but like when when someone's like hey we're gonna listen to the new Limp Biscuit album together like you know how that happens all the time <laughs> And then like someone, every other day, and then someone responds, "Okay, bet." It's like, what? What is that supposed to mean? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I've never heard that. What does that mean? Oh, really? I don't know. I do spend my the majority of my time with middle schoolers, so I feel like they've changed my vocabulary it's, quite a bit. It's kind of like kind of a oh. weird flex. It's. I think that context. It's a little bit incorrect usage, but it's more like bet you won't, right? Like. Oh. It's a, it's a short shortening or, of that. Or it's like, uh, it's, I, I feel like the way that I hear it used the most is like, uh, like, okay. It's like, almo- it's almost like, okay. It's become that. It used to be though, someone would be like, there's no way you could fill in the blank. Bet. You know what I mean? Right. That's that how was it, like the original. But because they're dumb it. kids. Right. I mean, students. Uh, uh, the the future of America. To this I mean, yeah. That, Go to bed. Stop listening to this podcast. Actually, the amount of kids that tell me, hey, Mr. Canyon, I, I listen to your podcast is a, alarming. <laughs> You're not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> You're not dumb. I mean, I'm going to make note of I'm that. I'm dumb. They're going to think I'm dumb because I had to ask what bet means. But I stopped playing Fortnite like a year ago, so I'm not keeping up with that. Kind yeah, of I don't Guys, I don't know. No one's dumb, okay? Well, I God, now I feel so guilty. You know who is, you know you know what we can agree on? They're going to tell their parents. You know what we can agree on? Who is dumb? Rebecca St. James. <laughs> oh jeez. She's if so If it dumb. makes you feel better, no. TK, you've said way worse things about them off air. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just kidding. I <laughs> That's I, also not true. I just said that yeah. for, for a joke. If I, any children are listening, TK loves you. You mean if any of them are still listening? <laughs> Bet. No, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. I made note of the markers if you want to take care of that. No, it's all it's all staying. Give it the old let's yeah. go. Scotch bright tree. We don't yeah. end this podcast. Let's go uh let's go crisscross. Jonathan Ooh. what's been crisscross Crisscross, crisscross applesauce. applesauce, pepperoni pizza sauce. Woo. What's been Gerard Wayne on your ears? Um it's a Devil Wears Prada, Color Decay. Bet. Which um yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and I had already listened to almost half the album because they put out five singles before the album. And one of them was two days before they dropped the full album, which three was interesting. Three, I didn't hate it. Three days. Three, oh, oh, oh. Was that, is that a fact? I'm sorry. Yeah, the single came out on Tuesday. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, it it was good, and that's all I'm going to say. Cool. Um, we'll We'll talk about it later. But I'm excited to talk about it because I listened to it four or five times. And then also, uh, I've listened to, which is strange for me, Coheed and Cambria's latest album. Oh, which, for oh, some reason, I tried. It, it is. The first eight songs are actually really good. The, the rest of them are okay. Wait, I like how Coheed. many are there? Uh, Like four. Dude, they're so weird. That. 
So there's like well, 12 it's, songs. There's 12 songs. Okay, so Cody I've Cameron never heard just, someone say, the first eight are really good, and then the rest is... <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, most people just see. say, yeah, most of it's great. <laughs> See one, two, just, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, the first eight are good. And the last one, two, three, four, five, I don't like as much. Okay. They're just interesting. I don't know why it caught me off guard so much the way you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've counted them before. Because I'm like, man, I like the first part of this album. Then I just stopped paying attention. Uh, so I wonder how many I actually like. And I legitimately like the first eight cool. all the way through. Cool. And they cool. just they do a lot of concept records. So this one is called Vaxis 2 colon a window of the waking mind <laughs> okay <laughs> so yeah. i i know just don't just they, ignore the title don't they like only do concept records yeah and a lot of them connect and like they mm-hmm. built like a whole big yeah i wouldn't be surprised in cambria cinematic universe i, I, I wouldn't call What's myself cinematic? a holistic fan of coit and cambria so i don't Same. know i mean um, I, I learned how to play welcome home on acoustic guitar when i was in high school like everybody else that's but. a sick song that's their best song. That song was so good in the trailer of Nine. You remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Actually, yeah, I totally remember that trailer. Yeah, dude. I, I will say, though, I think A Favor House Atlantic is a great song. Coheed and Cambria is one of those bands that I'm aware of and I never look up to listen to. Their, you know? their first two albums are awesome. Okay. Like, very good. Hmm. The second stage, tur- second stage Turbine Blades and then... Um, something new world are like very I, good i heard their double album ascension descension is good too huh. but i don't know I, I, I might try and listen to them because i've tried before and it just hasn't grabbed me for some reason so i stopped kind of like after one of their albums i don't know mm-hmm. oh and i tried listening to the mars volta today oh yeah their latest album dropped and apparently it's really different that's what I I watched. Uh, I looked at Fantano's review of it, but I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, it was it's very pop. Second highest. It was number two on the um, rock album charts for Apple Music for a week after it came out. Huh. Oh, was Devil Wears Prada first? Yes, it was. Yeah. Dude, Thomas Purgeon is such an insane drummer. Like, <coughs> he's really good. Mars Volta is. Mm-hmm. Shred your face off. Yeah. I, I want to listen to their other albums because I heard they're a little more prog rock than this one. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, that's that's me. Um, are, are we going to Nathan? Whomever. It's up to you. Popcorn, baby. Nathan, let's do it. All right. So um, this week, this last two weeks, I've been listening to Tyson. three weeks. Oh, you're right. It's been a minute. Uh, I've been listening to Tyson Motzenbacher, who's a artist TK introduced me to as, quote, the only good thing Tooth and Nail has going for them. Um, and he's been great. Take that, Tooth and Nail. I've yeah, also been suck listening it. to... Also put out our album. <laughs> <laughs> when we were recording. <laughs> um, Hunter G.K. Thompson's Eternal Halloween. Oh, I, so you guys, I had forgotten the name, so I asked you guys about it last time we recorded, and I've been listening to that a bunch. Um, <clears throat> also, um, Salem is back on the rotation. Mm-hmm. It's spooky season, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Get you in some Salem, and please, Salem, release a full-length album. I would love that. Um, also, my Twitch chat introduced me to City Pop as a genre today, which is like 80s Japanese like radio music that's been turned into like kind of house sort of pop funk. It's very interesting. It's like all sampled and really... So yeah, like um, uh, Ducat, Bad For All, Tree Palm, a couple bands like that. Um, I've been listening to a bunch of that. So you need to listen to Ginger Root. Okay, 
very similar vibe. Cool. Yeah, it's, and I it's, love it. It's fun. I just like kind of dancey, funky, sampled stuff sometimes, especially like when I'm driving. So that's been fun. So that has been Gerard weighing on my ears. TK. Yo, yo, yo. What's up? TK in the can. Sorry, I'll never do that again. Um, I loved it. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> Bet. <laughs> Bet, dude. Um, oh, my gosh. I mean, like, dude, it, it turned into the whole thing that that's like, hey, Lane, you need to sharpen your pencil. And he's like, Bet. And it, it's like, just go do it, man. Like, come on. You don't need to say bet. Yeah. I don't have any money to put on this. Yeah. So, anyways. I have really, really enjoyed the new No Buses album. It's called Sweet Home. Um, ah, you know, it's just like really good kind of um, almost kind of math rocky. They're an, an indie rock band from Japan, but they they sing in all English. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just a fun album. Like, it's just really weird and avant-garde and math rocky, but then very catchy. Uh, you know, I've also enjoyed you know I, i'm just gonna copy tanner the wonder years i'm so excited for that album to, to drop i like know all the words to all five singles uh, yeah, already. same, same. <laughs> and uh i'm also just so in love right now with the new black pink album um yeah. born pink it we're gonna also review that album the so basically our next episode we'll we'll just our next and last episode for a while is going to be the hum goes on forever wonder years review as well as the devil wears prada review the one with the color decay yeah and then black pink born pink and it's the three weirdest albums to put together and it's going to be great i'm here for it i don't feel like it's that weird to put devil wears prada and wonder years together but it's weird to throw black Uh, yeah it's it's, (laughs) if anything is going to get us listens it's going to be that um, and then also the new one, uh, early November album has uh, of quite a few singles out. Um, I I have it pre-ordered on Pure Noise Records. It's it. I just love the early November so much. I'm so excited for that album, and it comes out on my birthday. So happy birthday to freaking me! And on know? the cover, it is literally a birthday party. It's true. Dang, that's spooky. Even shit. Can I? <laughs> I'm just going to play a little bit of this song for you guys. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Hey. Like, doesn't that give you mm-hmm vibes? Totally. Yes. I love mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. <laughs> I'd like to think that we're not slow. We're above it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, we we just chose not to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Who so, can relate? <laughs> I, I hope that I sold the early November <laughs> to everybody. It's It sounds <laughs> like Reliant K. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Should I go? <laughs> <laughs> um, but nice. that brings us to our next segment, the game. <laughs> the game we're playing. Okay, so guys, this is the game. Is this? 
Okay, I'm trying to figure out how we should do this game. Is okay, the wait. game is going to be called? Is this the intro of a gent song or a random video on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> Just, like uh, like an for, intro to a video. So it's an intro to one one of the things. Right. Okay. I'm just going to play the for video. The, for the listeners at home that might not know, uh, what is Gent? Gent is, uh, gosh, I feel like it's like Metalcore's younger brother that like got into a good college. Well, all they want to do is play zeros on the guitar. So yeah. it's, very, it's a very rhythmic kind of... Down tune, yeah, down tune guitar. Like a lot of them play extended range instruments, seven or eight strings, and they just have like some sort of heavy riff on like the first two, fourth frets or fifth frets or whatever. Why okay. are you looking at me? I know what it is. I uh, no, I'm just looking around. TK told me last night. <laughs> <laughs> I sat him down and I was like, "Look, we need to have the talk." <laughs> Here's, here's what a country gentleman wait, is. Wait, oh. what is degent? What's it the what's the gent? Hey, I'm degent in here. Okay, so anyways, I'm gonna play. You guys have to tell me if you think that this is a gent song intro or a random YouTube video. Okay. 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 Wait, I mean, it could be both. This is harder it's than I thought. It's not both. It, <laughs> it is could. not both. I Did mean, you wait? Are you playing that? That was it. Yeah, that's all we get. If if it's a gent song that he's playing from YouTube, then it is both. No, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. no, I I do I do not <laughs> no. have any gent songs from YouTube. Okay, okay, okay. I think that is a gent song. It sounded song like. So yes. Yeah, that's a gent song. I think everyone knows YouTube videos don't have songs, or it's a movie. So that was what was gonna play literally next. That okay. was a gent song. Okay. By who? Burials. Oh. I guess it could have been a movie trailer. I hadn't considered that. Uh, okay. Next, is this a gent song, or a random YouTube video? If there's an ad, then we know it's a YouTube video. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah. wait for the ad. He's also play. touching the middle of his phone up near the top. So I'm going to guess it's... <laughs> say, shut up. <laughs> He's really struggling with it, so... Damn, I need. I think I need your Wi-Fi, baby. Oh, yeah? Must See, be now your baby. Sh- share your Wi-Fi with me. I got you. Hold on. Let's see if this works. Androids are so weird. No, you're weird. <laughs> is that an Android thing or is that just a thing? I think iPhones can do this too. Have. Oh, okay. It's part of Android though. It's in the Wi-Fi menu. You can just generate a QR code for your Wi-Fi pad. Honestly, this is kind of cool. Yeah. That makes on, it work with both on phones. On iPhones, it's just like, like you touch them so, together or whatever. <laughs> just the tips. Twiddle over um, some, someone tries to connect <laughs> to All right. the Wi-Fi and you Why? get a pop-up. Is that this? Says, oh. Would you like to share the password? Cool. Yeah. Is this <laughs> definitely an, not a YouTube video? Is this 
<laughs> a YouTube video or the intro for a gent song? Oh, my my volume's all the way down. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, let me do that one more time. Is this, is this oh a freaking gent song or a YouTube video? This game is awesome. Okay. I, I know this song. Sorry. Okay, what do you think? I accidentally gave that away. It's I didn't mean song. to. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's a song. That's Architects. I know that song. Are you going to play us? Uh, that's obviously Architects, TK. Okay, whatever. With an X. Okay, now, is this a gent song or a random YouTube video? That's a dryer. That's a dryer. <laughs> that's a YouTube video. <laughs> if that's actually a dryer, I'm going to be so happy. <laughs> Okay, that was the random YouTube video. Was it a dryer? Was it a dryer? It was a dryer. <laughs> it was a video called a nine-hour loop of dryers. <laughs> okay, if that helps you sleep, I guess. Okay. It's probably literally Is what it's for. Is this a random YouTube video or a Jen song? It's a Jen song. It's a song, clearly, of some kind. Therefore, so? Jen, it could be on a YouTube video. This is a periphery song. Dang it! This is Tchaikovsky. Yeah, wait. This Is this Marigold? This is Marigold. It is. Yep. This so, is a good song. <laughs> Little did you know, we have a gent savant. Well, if the... I mean, we are doing a Thornhill episode on his recommendation. True. Okay, is this... <laughs> is What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome back. <to> <laughs> yeah. You haven't missed anything. Is this a gent song or a random YouTube video? <laughs> that's a movie trailer. So it's a YouTube video. Oh that's a YouTube. Video. It's gotta be a YouTube video. It's like the game's not hard, but it's still really funny. <laughs> okay, it is, is, it, the, it, is it, it, it is a YouTube video. What is it? Uh, is it it? What no, movie? It's just like children, creepy children singing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like oh. three hours of that. Oh, oh my gosh! So that's a that's good for All Halloween. Right. Yeah. Is this a gent song or? A creepy YouTube video. Which one? <laughs> yeah. Give me a one. <laughs> one little second here. Hold on, YouTube's frozen. <laughs> Hang on. Just it's the up. progressive ad. Hold on. You got two more seconds. Okay. Get this out of here. No. <laughs> oh my the desecration. <laughs> That's illegal. I hear the cops outside. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> I I understand this game now, TK. That was you just wanted us to be critically listening when you hit play on that. Tell me there's a, that's a full version, too. It's like three minutes long. Yeah, basically. <laughs> a, tw okay. a, tw a Twitch streamer took I'm Not Okay and put it to the Seinfeld song, and it is one of the funniest videos that I've ever watched. 
Well, that was our I, show for tonight. I feel like we already know TK's um, opinions on uh, the albums today by him saying, is this a gent song or a nine hour video of a dryer? <laughs> <laughs> we, we got a few songs left, okay? Oh, okay. oh my! I thought that was the end. That seemed like that the wasn't the finale. Yeah, that, that was not the finale. Is there another finale? Is so it just decay into madness? Okay, is this a gent song or a random YouTube video? Did you turn the volume up on your phone? No. Okay, it's, what do you think? It's gent song. Yeah. Wait, wait. What band is it? I don't know the band. I think it's a gen song, though. It's a YouTube video of it, a gen song. It's Mashuga. Ah, uh, that makes okay. sense. What What is your volume at? Is it the I same? No, it's fine. It's been no. Oh, it's not okay, fine. that Jonathan, actually went all the way. Once yeah. we start recording, you're no longer a sound engineer. Mm, no, I, I still am because it was too loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is this a you, random YouTube video or a gen song? Definitely a jet song. Is that the one where he's like, say something the Joker would say? And the kid turns around. Yeah. No. Yes, it is. That's what that clip is. Story lesson. I'm going to. All right. Is this a gent song <laughs> or a random YouTube video? Tally the scores using our complex victory algorithm and see who receives the Covenant Cup and the title of History Master! While I do that, please enjoy this special performance from a Bostonian horse just living his best life. Oh boy. Oh God, whoa! Who's that? <laughs> hey Ryan, hey kid! Good luck, good luck! It's kind of ska now. Can we stop this, please? <laughs> it's a horse singing a ska song about the molasses, the great molasses flood. Somebody confiscate TK's flood. <laughs> well, the, the YouTube video is a little lower than never mind we're good all right so that was the finale okay well this game was good (laughs) (laughs) this was a success (laughs) (laughs) we succeeded in that if you're you're still here we're going to talk about thornhill now the part of the show where tk gives up (laughs) that was a great game tk i don't mean to disparage you that was very funny i enjoyed it that was hilarious honestly a lot more effort than i put in so Dude, that I, I just that, that I was, think that mashup is the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, I was gonna say it was worth it for the Seinfeld mashup alone. It wasn't tantric enough. Here, let me let me show you. Oh, oh. Timestamp. <laughs> he's, he's catching on. Uh, Thornhill, huh? How about him? <laughs> like a baby on a Thornhill. Yep. I guess, do you want to mm. talk a little bit about them before we talk about the albums? Like why you picked them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, explain. So, so. <laughs> yeah. I, I know I have some explaining to do because I can already feel that I'm easily the biggest fan of this band. <laughs> That's okay. It's, be honest, please. Um, 
because they are an interesting band and i i find that a lot of times as, as a side note i i do gravitate towards music that's melodic um especially with the guitar parts or vocal lines um want to be memorable but i also really appreciate songs and albums that have vibe to them like a, a real strong vibe and i think these albums do that so i don't get bored even if some of the songs are forgettable like some of the songs on dark pool for example even though i i do like that album like i don't really remember what they sound like until i get to them but i still have fun and there's always a part that i'm like oh yeah this is really cool but i just like listening to it because i like the whole vibe of the album or the song or whatever um but i found these guys on youtube actually which is where i find a, a lot of music um and it was a guitar playthrough from the guys in the band uh, the song nurture which is the second song on the dark pool and i thought i just thought it was really cool there wasn't any vocals to it it was just drums bass and guitar and there there's just both of them playing side by side and i thought the riffs were really cool and just the whole vibe was neat so i listened to the album after that and i liked it and then their new one came out and i listened to that and the, my first thought when I was listening to it was like, man, some people are going to love this and I love it. And some people are going to hate it just because it's, it's interesting. It's a little weird. Um, I do think it's different. It has a lot of the same vibes and same vocal style and everything, but it, I think they are going in slightly different directions, which we'll talk about. Um, but on, on, on that note, um, just to add some more to that, um, I have an article here um, that kind of explains a little bit um, about their second album to give some context. Um, the, the intro to the article says, close your eyes and hear any of its songs and this record will transport its listeners' imagination to scenes of classic Hollywood. Riding a creative wave driven by affection for the glam and charm of the style, uh, the band members... Um, have birthed this album, a vivid anthology of stories set to a dynamic cinema-inspired score. And that's a, that's a big deal for the second album. We can get into it, but a lot of the songs were created with, with that in mind, with giving that kind of flair. Um, and, yeah. So, oh, also, sorry, continuing on. Um, they asked a question, should it really be controversial for a band to make the music that they want? Of course, the answer is no. Support an artist's choice to be who they want to be, even if it's not to your taste. But why begin this review with a statement? Because Thornhill have seen a certain level of pushback because of the musical direction they've taken on the new album. Mm-hmm. It kind of goes to my ear more towards Deftones and away from Metalcore, mm-hmm. which is where I think fans wanted them to go more so. Because the first album was more Metalcore-ish, right? If Yeah, I, th- I think it was anyway. Um, and I think bands wanted them to go even more that way. Instead, they stepped in the other direction, even though it's not super far apart. It's obvious they're going to something different. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. I was interested to hear thoughts, especially about the differences, whether you think there's much difference or not. And if you liked the vibe and if you picked up on any of the cinematic feel of the second album. Um, so yeah, I, I don't want to talk too much. So yeah, whoever has something to say first, go for it. Okay, who liked it? Like, does, did anyone legitimately like it? Was there a favorite album out of the two? Mm-hmm. Second album for sure. Yep. Second album's way Second better. Second album. Way better. Yep. 
Agreed. Although, I agree. You may be calling back already to my earlier sass on the podcast when I said, hot take, they're not that different. Because they're not. The second one's just good. <laughs> I didn't care for the first album. I definitely picked up on the cinematic vibes on the second one, which is something that I really gravitate towards, which I think I, there were stylistic changes, I think, but that, that part of it really made me like it a lot more too. Also, the snare tone is so much better on the second album. The first album was driving Ooh, me yeah. nuts, the snare tone. Although the drummer's amazing, by the way. I think mm-hmm. he does a line of cocaine before every single song because he's just an animal, but I was like, he, his or drums just sound might better. be animal. It could be Animal of the Muppet, yes. Just going ham. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, he 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 sound his kit sounded so much better on the second album that I feel like it really highlighted his talent. And, and their their lead vocalist uh, nothing didn't say anything about the drum sound, but said that he learned to sing properly after recording the first one. So they're I mean they were kids and they're still young. Um, they're definitely kids when they recorded that first one. So it was obviously a bit of a learning curve for kind of where they wanted to go. Yeah. I almost wondered if they had swapped out vocalists between the albums. I actually mm-hmm. looked it up and I was like, Oh nope, same guy, but it sounds a lot different vocally <laughs> even. I think he, I'm hot take. I think this is, it reminded me a lot of Haranka. The first album reminded me a lot of devil wars Prada. Oh, like a, a lot of devil wars Prada and like the, they're kind of newer stuff like act if like act was more intense <clears throat> and i i just feel like um that, that that's like what it reminded me of because I, I don't necessarily have like a good frame of reference for this style of music or a good mental shelf so i think that that's like kind of the closest thing that's on the um on, on like my periphery for, for that no 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 pun intended um but i yeah i mean i think I think it's interesting because I don't I don't know if I'd ever pick to listen to Gent, but I I love doing this podcast because it makes me get out of my comfort zone and it makes me like experience something new. Um, because I, I would say like I think I love metalcore. I, I've I've settled into understanding what I like musically. I think I really like metalcore. I don't think I like Gent. And those two are very, very like coexisting and can almost be on the same albums at times. But I, you know, if, if, if I'm talking about my personal taste, I'm going to listen to something that's more like the chariot or, um, the undertaking. undertaking. Um, I love that you just read my mind. (laughs) Um, and less something that's like periphery less you know because because i i feel like for me um and this is again like the cool thing is like i've really learned that like just because something isn't for me doesn't mean that it's bad because what i really really want to say about like um i'm i'm sounding like i don't like this i do but I guess what I'm saying about the whole genre of gent, it's something that I used to kind of make fun of as like the engineer's bedroom music, you know, like the, the music that an engineer student would write in his bedroom. But it's, it's very precise. It's very uh, clean. Uh, it, it's very intense and, and it's played beautifully. 
and, and I think I, th- I'm not trying to sound like you know when a when a guy's like, baby, you have you have legs that go down straight to the floor, you know, like I'm not trying to sound like that, <laughs> but like this, the first album is exactly what it should be. Okay, I you know I think like production wise they they nail it, like, especially for a debut, and again, really the era of metalcore that I came into was like bands didn't sound like that on their first album. No. Like Zayo doesn't sound like that on their first album. Um, And I think it's really cool that like music and production has gone so far as to creating artists and debuts that sound that good. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just think it's a, like what a, what an epic album to come out with and to have under your belt. And I feel like again, going into the gent sound, like really you, you have so much more, um, space to conquer and so many more interesting things to do. And, and I, I knew the second album would be more interesting just because of that. Cause I, I knew I, I had this feeling that they, they had aspirations to do something more than what they already did because there were, there were moments where they would try to kind of push the envelope. And again, because I heard Casanova like months ago, um, I had a pretty good idea of what direction it was going to take. And I, I think the second album was great. I think it was a great direction. Does that make sense? I'm going to stop talking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I think for me, I, so it's, I'm trying not to just say like, so like Jonathan mentioned, he gravitates towards like very melodic Mm-hmm. type music and that like it makes a lot of sense listening to these albums going like this sounds very jonathan it's like the production's really good it's very melodic um the instrumentation is great i did not care for the first album very much because i don't really like that type of melodic singing for an entire song let alone an entire album to me it was kind of like all the songs sounded the same um, and to be fair, a lot of them do up until like a certain point in the song. You're like, oh, that's that song's thing. You know, a lot of them yeah. came like at the bridge or something, maybe two thirds of the way through. So I, f- I feel that. Yeah, I guess I just. I don't know. I would maybe listen to the instrumental version of that album again, which is awesome, won't by listen. the way. I probably mm-hmm. won't listen to the album again. Um, yeah. The second album. um I found it to be a lot more dynamic, which I really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just, I overall, I liked the vibe of it a lot better. I liked that kind of cinematic like um, feeling and there were moments in it. So Casanova's on that record. That's the one that we heard on the Nathan reacts to metal episode, um, which by, is a bop dude. by far their best song. Like, and I like the hellfire club as well. The hellfire club was good too. Yeah. I think Casanova's their best one. Um, and my, so my expectation going into this was like, oh, they sound like that. And they kind of, yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah, I, I think I was really caught off guard cause I was expecting something Casanova like. Mm-hmm. And then when I put on the, f- the first album, I was like, oh, it's giant, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite, so that, that I think Casanova is my favorite song from them. My favorite part of both of their albums combined Where's my notes? I have very little notes for this. The end of Leather Wings is the best part of oh that all fault, of their the stuff. false ending. Yeah, yeah. No, that's I, cool. I thought it was a new song, and I was like, "Now we're talking." I'm stoked on this song, and then I looked down at my phone, and there was like 30 seconds left, and I was like, "Damn it!" 
<laughs> Dude, you know what's funny? I have a note for Leather Wings. I wrote down, I'm scared. The ending was scary. Please help me. <laughs> <laughs> Can we play it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. The ending is insane. I was yeah, like, you got it. That was probably the most frightening song for me on this whole thing. Just get like 70% or something. I'm going to go to the end. Yeah. That was the beginning. Here comes the best part. Dude. Yeah, that's the best part of music that they like. You, you can hear the bass just yoking on that. Yeah. Ah, and I okay. The thing that I love about that though is like how down tuned everything is, and like when the bass and guitar are like, for lack of better term, like chunking together. Like it's oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. Genting. Are wait, I mean, yeah, hell yeah. They are gent. They are literally genting. I will say Together. that is like a very visceral um, demonstration of the theme of like bats, right? Like it mm-hmm. really makes you feel like you're like in a cave just full of bats that are just flying all around you or something. Like it's very, that is something about the genre that I think a lot of other genres can't deliver, which is just a feeling, at least for me, because uh, I react very viscerally to music like that. So like that song definitely sticks out in my mind as like, this makes me feel like I think this song is trying to describe or, you know, yeah. I, I have no mm-hmm. idea what they're talking about in that song, but just based on the title, you know, honestly, I don't really know what they're talking about in hardly any of the songs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I didn't I mean, read the lyrics. I, I feel, I, again, like I do feel like metal is like the horror of music. Totally. Oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I think I approach it the same way where I'm like, I'm, I'm With like peripherally in- interested, but I haven't made the plunge. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so this was a good exercise for me, like full listening to two, I guess. And I also don't really, I'm, I don't know much. You told me on Sunday what gent was. I didn't even know that it was a thing. It's just, I hear music like this and I say metal. I just say like, this is metal. Um, mm. I have also learned something else. I have learned that there is a difference between like the way corn does rough vocals and the way like these guys do rough vocals. And I think that's a huge difference for me. Like mm-hmm. I find that the really, really low rough vocals that like corn does to be a bit of a turnoff, but this was a lot better for me, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, and it's also like, there's not a ton of it. No, it's very anthemic for a lot of it, which really attracts me to, to this kind of music. Yeah. I think th- the leather wings, I think that was one of maybe two, instances where there were rough vocals in the in the new and yeah. i think that that is freaking cool to not to to sh- to shake it up and to do something different like I, I i again i think it shows their creativity and like the fact that they're not just gonna do because every freaking Ar- architects album sounds the same you know well they have the sun choruses and the rough verses and yeah and and i just but again for i think thornhill to kind of like buck the system and to kind of do something different i i think is really cool and shows that they at least have a vision and 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 creativity i mean and on that note like i i really think they did they 
I read an, um, an article where they talked through the songs track by track, and they said that um, that instrumental track, Something Terrible Came With The Rain, was meant to be kind of a palate cleanser in between part one and two of the album. At least that's mm-hmm. how they saw it, um, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and also, slightly different but related note, um, as far as cinematic flavor goes, the, the song Archangel um was the first song one of the first songs they wrote and i think one of the only songs where they uh, wrote i think the lead singer wrote it and um he wrote it to be like an alternate intro track for buffy the vampire slayer oh, oh as like kind of a he was like watching that and kind of wrote it as kind of like a mood as an alternative intro for that and i think there was That's another song cool. on the record that he wrote um, for Buffy as well. So that's kind of where his mind was at anyway. Um, we we stand Sarah Michelle Geller. Okay. SMG. I did note on the Varsity Hearts track that it sounded very theatrical, like to a point where it almost reminded me a little bit of um, the Black Parade. Um, just in, in in the theatrical nature. I mean, not necessarily like instrumentally delivery or whatever, but just kind of the tone I get from that my chem record of, yeah, how the like stage play theatrical it is. Sure. It seemed similar. Um, and I also, I really liked something terrible came with the rain. Um, that one felt like a score. It was really relaxed. I, I honestly, my favorite tracks on both albums were like the two quieter ones. Valentine, I really liked a lot. Yeah. It's kind of lo-fi, almost a little like Gorillaz-esque in a sense, which I thought was very interesting. I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting to encounter that. And in, in the article, they talked about that one. They said originally it was like a full band track and they just couldn't figure out how to do it. So they just decided to lean into like the lo-fi weird kind of vibe of it which was interesting. Um, also, another track to note, Hollywood, um, very film scorey um, on purpose. And, um, yeah, let's see. I thought I had another thought, but I lost my thought. So, yeah. Oh, he- Heroin is the other one um, that was inspired by Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, a prom scene from that. Hmm. Inspired by it. Anyway. Is the Hellfire Club a reference to Stranger Things, or is that like an existing thing that like Stranger Things was referencing? Because I wasn't actually sure about that. Well, this album came out before that premiered. I did. Okay. Right. I have no idea because this album came out I'm on not June sure. 6th. I think it's I think it's something different that okay. Stranger Things copied. But gotcha. Yeah, because I didn't look it up. I'm assuming it's a D and D thing or something. I don't I really think know. So. But. Um, yeah, I just thought that was funny because I was like, I bet everybody, me included, is going to look at that title and be like, oh, Stranger Things. When I kind of <laughs> oh, I kind of think... Stranger Things. Maybe they're just referencing Oh my gosh, thing. season four was so good. It was so sad when Eddie died. I was just like, so sad. <laughs> but like, it was really cool because like this new band, I heard about this new band, Metallica, <laughs> and like Kate Bush, like right They're that, really like, going places. They're like they got a ton of exposure from Stranger Things. I hope no one pirates their music. <clears throat> I hope <laughs> <laughs> I hope they don't get any legal battles with Napster. <laughs> the the still relevant Napster. I I liked <laughs> Blue Velvet's vocal processing. I thought that was very interesting cuz I wasn't expecting to hear that either. They kind of like crushed the vocals with some like compression or something and then yeah. almost like a vocoder sort of. I'm not 100% sure. A lot of the songs have interesting vocal processing on them. 
Yeah. Um, and I think I may have talked about that in another episode of this, but it's just, again, the vibe. It's weird. It's a little different. I like it, but hey, it's I'm I'm just me, so. I also had, compl- until today, I had forgotten that I had already heard Ca- Casanova, but I wrote down that the solo was like face melting and kind of reminded me of, of Rage Against the Machine. Um kind mm-hmm. of in the delivery of it, which I thought was cool. That, like I heard a lot of other bands in this music, which I wasn't really expecting. And I think that's what made me like the second album so much more too. It was like, I have points of reference for yeah, a lot of different stuff. Yeah. On there. I think they're finding who they were and where they wanted to go, which is, is really cool. Here's a, here's a hot take. Hellfire club. I wrote sounded like what the killers would have made if they were a heavier band. Oh hmm. my gosh. <laughs> that is Astute. That's. I don't will you, know. Will you play it? Yeah. Do you Actually, do you? Yeah, want? I got you. Roll up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. I want to hear it again with that point yeah. of reference. <laughs> yeah. It's only a dream! Pepperoni! (laughs) How could it end like this? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I totally hear it. Dude. It's cool. Yeah. Honestly, I love that intro track. I like that they keep the energy up going into the verse with the soft vocals. And then the chorus even has softer vocals than that. It's I, Honestly, I think that track is really beautiful. I, I just, I don't, I don't feel like this album is Gent. It's not, because I feel like Gent is pretty joyless and a, and a drudge, and this is not a joyless album. Hmm. It has some elements, you know, like how they're hitting the guitars in that that opening riff. Um, well, not the very opening one, but anyway, you like can kind of on the intro. That part, you know. Can I just kind of go into? Can I illustrate what I mean between the difference between metalcore and gent? No. Sure. Oh. Okay. Because <laughs> if we look at the song right by Periphery, like. So if you listen to, if you listen to like the way that the music is structured, like the way that the guitars and drums and bass work, okay, and then you listen to like, okay, give me one second, like face to face, right? Um, by Norma Jean. 
this is like what I think of with metalcore. So, I feel like, well, to me, that Norma Jean's more like a chaotic hardcore. Um, right. I mean, but, which is I like, mean, it's who's to who's to make definitions. I don't here's know. Here's the problem with metal. Y'all got too many genres. <laughs> What's <laughs> going it's on? true. Hey, TK hit the nail on the head when he said it's the horror of music because horror also has too many genres. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I, but it, pop Gen- is over here like it's pop. But, <laughs> but <laughs> pop also is a lot of different it's genres. Stru- yeah, it's well, shattering for sure. I, I kind of see what you mean though, TK. Like, um, because Gent is like bouncy. It has like kind of a bouncy quality to it. Yeah, whereas it, like metalcore is just like, I don't know, hit the guitar with our well, hands. Yeah, Gent has a kind of, a definitely a vibe where you can headbang a little bit too and kind of really feel it out. And the drums and the bass and the guitar are all really doing the same thing. You know, the bass, everything's so down-tuned that the bass doesn't actually operate a whole different frequency than the guitars, so it has to do something different. It's just layered kind of under the guitars, and it has a lot of distortion, typically. At least that's how Periphery does it. And if you mm-hmm. if you want to hear how the bass sounds in Periphery Records, if you're interested, go look up, like, some playthroughs that Nolly, their bass player, does. Um, he does one of a song called Prayer Position that's really cool and really showcases the the sound that they're going for. Although it might be a little different than other bands. It's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I, I, I love chaotic, the hard core. Cause, cause it is uncomfortable, you know? Hmm. Um, and I, I think with gent it's, I, yeah, like I, I think I've made the mistake of being like, well, this is just what metal core is. And like, no, it isn't. And I've had to, kind of rectify that in my mind yeah i think i think i'm with jonathan a little bit on that like i think things like norma jean the chariot the undertaking are i don't really think of them as metalcore even though they are um Mm, right because i i think when i think metalcore i think more things like uh like the devil wears prada like or august burns red i think august burns red every time especially lately yeah, they, I, they're I like, like super but, different too. Though they're like a really technical metalcore. It's yeah. I mean, yeah, they're they're like the the August most Red, exaggerated version yeah. of what metalcore. Maybe like is. a mice a and spectrum, men or If there's a spectrum of metalcore, the chariot is on one end, and August Burns Red is on the opposite, because August yeah. Burns Red is so structured and so technical, and the chariot is so chaotic. Yeah, and they're just like, I don't know what we should do. Let's never play. Let's just bang on Let's our guitars yeah. and scream into a microphone. I don't know. Let's ruin some pairs. <laughs> I'm going to jump off the roof. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. Yeah. Oh, I love them so much. <laughs> so, yeah. And I think... I, I don't know, though, because, like, hardcore... Because, like, Black Flag and Judge and, like, Turnstile sound nothing like Norma Jean. You know, like, I just... I feel like... It is it is hardcore, but with a metallic edge, like with metallic riffing. Like even that that part of face to face that I played, like they have riffs in there that are like metal type riffs with breakdowns, and like the riffs with the breakdowns make the metalcore. But hardcore does not have riffs. That's like one of the things about hardcore. Like if you listen to Turnstile, there's not riffs. Mm. 
It's all breakdowns all the way down. Well, and it's it's like rhythm, right? Like I don't think like there there is some like guitar solos with turnstile, but like it's not metallic. Hmm. This sounds like a very hard thing to pin down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which brings up the point. Do genres really matter? I think it's cool when bands are like like they don't sit down and go, hey, I'm gonna be this genre, right? Like these guys clearly just sat down and were like, This is the kind of music that I feel like making. Let's make that. And didn't really I you know, maybe they did, but it seems like they didn't really consider, oh, you know, we were kind of gent, maybe let's not be. They were just like, Well, this is what I want to make and this is what I want it to sound like, mm-hmm. and I think that's cool. Yeah. And then the rest of us nerds are trying to like classify it but i think that's cool i think that's like means that they're doing something interesting because we can't oh, quite totally. figure it out yeah I, I i like bands that make music for themselves and not to please anyone else that periphery said like in an interview that they don't want to sound like harsh but they don't make music with their fans in mind they just make what they think is cool and yeah. if you like it that's awesome and i mean obviously they care for the people that listen to them um but you gotta you got to play what you like or else you're not going to keep doing it and you're not going right. to come up with something cool. The problem so. with creating for an audience is that you have to make the lowest common denominator if you want to be successful, right? Like, yeah. like yeah. that's the issue. Audiences are big and everyone is different. So you have to make something that I would say is objectively worse if you're trying to please the highest percentage of people and I don't like that. So yeah, I think this is interesting. This because is, I mean, yeah, but they're... Coming full circle back to the Star Wars conversation <laughs> we were having before we started recording. But the thing, though, is that Gent has a market and it's marketable. And if UNFD didn't believe that, then they wanted to put the funds in to make such a good sounding debut, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And True. when I first listened to this album, I don't think it was on a good speaker or the heroine, they're throwing his second album. Um, and if, if it's on like bad speakers, it can sound muddy cause there's so much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I, I popped on the headphones that I have on now and I was like, Oh, there's actually some space in the record. This is not a record with a lot of space in between the instruments though mm-hmm. at all. Totally. In fact, a lot of the times I was like, is that guitar or bass that I'm hearing right now? I couldn't yeah. figure it out. Which I think is kind of an interesting trait of gent where you can't like, cause like I've, I feel like I've been listening to heavy music for most of my life and I couldn't tell the difference between the two. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, and it's funny cause like talking about like the whole market thing, like I think there's a huge market for Gent right now. I think there's a huge market for Midwest emo. People are saying that ska is making a comeback and there's, I don't think there's a market for ska. Um, I don't think, you know, like you don't see record late. Like there's not a, a, there's gent bands on tooth and nail. There's Midwest emo bands on tooth and nail. There's no ska bands on tooth. You know, like they're not marketable. So they're, I don't think I don't because not. I feel like what becomes popular is then what labels try to market. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they're trying to do is make money, right? Right. And there, you don't see that trend hitting yet. If it if it is a trend, right? And so that's why I don't think that is true. Sorry, banana plug. You're not coming back. <laughs> Sorry, ass crack bandits. Wait, that was one of the fake ones. <laughs> Wait, banana plug. 
Uh, or mustard it, mustard plug. Oh, okay. I thought you I were was making like, up one. I was like, are there two ska bands that are just of food and then plug? I guarantee. <laughs> so, someone just started a ska band called Banana Plug. <laughs> yum yum. I'm thinking orange. something yellow. Anyways, <laughs> wait, wait, was that a real one? Yum yum orange. Yeah, that's a real yeah, one. Oh, that's, that's right. A Japanese one. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like we've gotten off topic here, but uh, here's don't. here's my. But I've been thinking about that for the last few days. But, I mean, I guess that's a fair discussion of, like, the genres you might try to put this band into. And and also, apparently, the controversy just because of stylistic changes. But Yeah. I mean, I think, honestly, you could put each album in some slightly different genre because they are moving different directions, even though in some areas they are close. I'm excited to see what they do next. Their second album definitely moved into the territory of something I might listen to just for me like in the car without it being assigned the first album i don't think so although i will say i really really enjoyed the instrumental version um i think i think whatever anthemic qualities the vocals have still carry over really well into the way that they deliver the instrumentals um and so that you still get that in the instrumental only version and there were already instrumental songs and so i I found some comparisons on the first album to other artists but it was Mostly mute math, honestly. I felt like um, all the light uh, we don't see felt like a mute math track. Hmm. Um, and then human, I wrote, it's like if mute math was all Vikings. Because <laughs> it, <laughs> it was like stylistically, it sounded like there were some like organ lines and stuff in there that, I, that were really interesting. And then yeah. um, just the way that they layered things reminded me of them. So hmm. um, That's interesting. That is making... that That is making so much sense to me right now because I don't really like mute math. <laughs> um, let's listen to human. And I That's, think I want to hear that. I um, think can I have the um, adapter? it's a very similar vibe. To, like this type of music is it, it's heavier for sure. And yeah. it's different, but it's a very similar vibe that I'm like, I just That's don't get that it, into interesting actually. Sure. They had some fun synth lines on red summer <clears throat> as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like two thirds of the way through. Yeah. Yeah. But they keep doing this thing where they'll go from like, like all the light, right? The next song is Lily and the Moon and the intro is so aggressive that I was not ready and it like jump scared me and they did it again (laughs) where they had like, um, nether place was nice and calm and then they slammed into, um, where we go when we die and I was also not ready and I was like, are they doing that on purpose? Like, I I don't know. I think so. I think. I think they kind of try to move in a little bit and try to transition it, but it does go in kind of big. Lily and the Moon, there's nothing. It's oh, like... Oh, I forget. Boom. Oh, do they... Hold on. I Just hold play on. the first couple seconds of Lily and the Moon. Yeah. Okay. So actually, I'm going to do All the Light We Don't See. Yeah. Before, which is the instrumental track before it, and we'll do yes. the last 15 seconds of that, and we'll see what it sounds yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, it, I see. I see what you mean. You, I mean, it's the same key, obviously. So it kind of it's but, pretty seamless, yeah. but it's like, bam. But yeah, human yeah. was the was the other one. Was uh, the first part of human? Uh, I I just wrote like if mute math was made of Vikings for that. Okay, one, so I don't know. Let's let's listen to it. Just start from the beginning.
I, I, I kind of see that. They, they are layering like synth and lead lines and other stuff. I have a question for yeah. Tanner. So it just came out that you don't like Mute Math. I don't feel like that. That's just not came a out. secret. That we did a whole episode. Remember, I spoke for Jonathan on that episode because he couldn't make it, and I was here, but I didn't listen to all the albums. Oh yeah, I actually, <laughs> and I was <laughs> like, but now. honestly, I didn't really like them. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and then okay, so and we know that you're maybe not the biggest Thornhill fan. What's a band that I like that you don't like? anything grindcore <laughs> oh man a band that you like that i don't like i feel like we have the most similar taste in this group blackpink i i haven't listened to enough blackpink to decide that i don't like them fair um that's a good question a band There's definitely been some... Oh, I don't like Dashboard Confessional. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I like... That's maybe too bold of a statement. Because I do like his songs. I just don't like when he sings them. (laughs) (laughs) The one-man band. I I just don't like him as a musician. (laughs) I don't think... If you turned his mic off... I don't think he's a good singer. If I close the door of the Dashboard Confessional... Then it's good. Okay, that makes me feel a little bit better. Um, that that we all have disagreements. <laughs> you were like, we're getting along too well. <laughs> we need some beef. Let's <laughs> let's pull one of the. What else? What other bands do you like? Name some bands. That um, you like. I love the. It's hard to think of bands now, huh? Ramones. I like the Ramones. I like. The Clash. I hate the Clash. <laughs> I actually legitimately don't like the Clash. I don't like the Clash either. Oh, cool. <laughs> okay, I... Did we just become... <laughs> I like They Might Be Giants. Never heard of them. I like Cream. I thought I, you were going to say Creed. I, I was about to say Creed. <laughs> I like... Florence and the Machine. Well, okay, well, sorry. That, that I do like Florence and the Machine. Florence and the Machine is good. Well, some of my favorite videos that I haven't seen online lately are... They're like... <laughs> a person in their car and they're like when i pull up to someone with their windows down playing creed and then they like they like listen to the music and then they kind of try to like hide and like sing along to the chorus and it's so (laughs) funny (laughs) um i like kanye west no i don't like kanye west i i like lecrae uh i like some of lecrae stuff i like it's a name i haven't heard in a long time i like oh god don't waste I like the man. grits. Which are you left Which grit, grit? <laughs> or right Which grit? grit? <laughs> <laughs> that was the best. If you want to know which grit are you, <laughs> look, our, look that our quiz. quiz up on BuzzFeed that yep. Ethan made. <laughs> you uh, the result is always you are the grit that you picked. <laughs> <laughs> um. 
<laughs> so funny. Can can you see data on like how many people have taken the quiz? No, oh, maybe I have to look that up. That'd be I, so funny. I haven't logged I into BuzzFeed it. since I made that. I I ended up being the grit that I chose. <laughs> I also took it, and I also ended up being the grit that I chose. <laughs> I I remember I was at work and I laughed so hard. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. Continue arguing. Uh, okay. Okay. I we're not arguing. We're agreeing right now. I, oh yeah, that's right. That's horrible. Argue. I like um, the chariot. I do like the chariot. I'm just, I'm not a huge fan. Like your favorite album from them is long live. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of that album. It's too chaotic. Um, I like, but I really like, uh, what's the other one? The wars and rumors of wars. That one's good. But what's the, the other, fiance. other one? Yes. The fiance. I like that. I like training for utopia. Don't know them. Um, right into the pod and tell us what you like. No, so, just message so us we, on Instagram. I'm right. I'm just trying to. Th- dog, so we know whether to argue or not. Whoa, that's Stretch a, Armstrong. Dogwood's a throwback. I Stretch Armstrong. I like Stretch Armstrong. The Cooties. Although, isn't it? I think it's Stretch Armstrong. Is it them? Do they have a song where he like screams in the intro or tries to scream in the intro, but it sounds really stupid? Or is that no? Wait, I don't think so. What is that band? Is there a band called Last Tuesday? There is. <laughs> That's there. Whoa. <laughs> okay, and and. I remember buying their CD because it was like Matt Thiessen produced this. Right, it's one of the worst produced albums <laughs> it's I've so ever bad. heard. Last <laughs> Tuesdays is bad. Yeah, there's like they do this, like that's what it sounds <laughs> like. So I I am gonna find it. Give me give me your dongle, Jonathan. Um, dongle me. Dongle me. Guess how many people have taken the grits quiz? How many? It's not me? many, but it's more than I thought. Nine. (laughs) (laughs) Who is doing this? Probably our listeners. Can you rate the quiz? I probably. There's so little data that there's an error when I try to retrieve it. It's probably just people that listen to this podcast. Put a comment on it. You can comment on it. I mean, there's four of us, so it's probably our five listeners. (laughs) Probably. Or I took it twice or something. I don't know. (laughs) I did check both grits. Is this last Tuesday? I like, I like know what you're talking about. I think it's like track one on whatever album. Let me see the album. Okay, this is a good song. Do they have another album? They do. Okay, let's look at the other one. What's the other one look like? Oh. I think it might, it might be that one. It's like the intro to one of the songs. No, I know I know what you're talking about. Stop, 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 train wreck. Stop the way, way we started. <laughs> so bad. Okay, yeah, I finally I was like, oh, it's this one. Stop, stop, stop the train wreck. <laughs> yes, please. So bad. Yeah, please stop this train wreck. <clears throat> okay. Um, Matt Thiessen, you did not do good, bud. Anyways, Thornhill. 
Right. We. <laughs> we this podcast we sucks. Large digression number two. Check. <laughs> Both led by me. I'm so sorry. You're no. You're not. <laughs> Why did that scare me so bad? <laughs> yeah, you like girl jumped out of your chair, dude. Okay, first of all, that's sexist. Oh. I not really. I love girls. But like what what's the difference between that and just a jump? See? So, so <laughs> Thorn, Thornhill. So anyway, Thornhill. So um, Thornhill. Okay, so here's here's let me summarize my thoughts, all right? Please. You can't go from that to saying something smart. It's not smart. Okay. Um I gave them numeric ratings. I gave the dark pool Ooh. a five out of 10. Hmm. And that's, for me, that's a good score because I didn't hate it, but I don't think I'd go back and listen to it. I think albums above five, I would go back and listen to albums below five. I will never listen to again. And this was like, because my expectations going into this were like, I'm going to hate this. And I was like, I didn't hate this. And I would give the instrumental album like a six out of 10 um, because I'm more likely to go back and listen to that one. Um, I feel like my palette was expanded slightly because I think I'm less reserved about some types of metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think I'm going to struggle with the Devil Wears Prada album for next time, but you know. I like, feel like you might not struggle with it as much as you think. You really? Okay. May, I just remember them being one of the scary may, bands that scared me from Nathan well, Listens the, to Metal. The songs that I chose for you were kind of jarring. Gotcha. They they aren't as... those These songs in the new album aren't as intense as those. There's like one yeah hallucinate yeah yeah that's sick so good (laughs) all right i'm scared still uh and then (laughs) you'll be scared by hallucinate the second album i gave a seven out of ten because (laughs) i liked it a lot more i've said it before this was true for be a badoobie um that if it has a really cinematic quality to it i'm immediately attracted to it just because i love i love that flair to an album and i I didn't know that it was intentionally supposed to be really cinematic, but I just really mm-hmm. felt that way. And I was like, this is awesome. And I dig it. So second album, a lot better. I felt, um, I also felt like the vocals sounded a lot better on the second album. The drums sounded so much better. The Tom sounded great. Mm-hmm. The snare sounded great. Um, which was a huge improvement for me because the snare sound drove me nuts on the first album. It wasn't as bad as that Metallica album where they had that, like that steel snare that sounded like a, like a, island drum you know what i'm talking about that one sucked but yeah so i just overall i liked the second album quite a bit more um and thought it it was very interesting that was the biggest thing for me it was like it, right. it kept moving it kept changing it kept doing things that it would be like oh you know the the i'm at work and it makes me stop factor that happened mm-hmm. multiple times where i'm like oh i gotta take a note you know i gotta write yeah. that down so even though it had the scariest song leather wings uh, it still was a great <laughs> album and that song I don't hate either I just I think it's very effective so um, I think they're a solid band like I, I I'm gonna be real I wasn't really looking forward to this episode before I started listening to this but after the second album was over which I will say heroin was actually my least favorite song on that whole album hmm. but like um, I think it started off super super strong and that you know varsity hearts I thought was great so like I almost got to the end and but yeah it was like I really like that album. So I, that one, I do have tracks like the Hellfire Club I'll be listening to like in my car, you know, outside nice. of this. Mm-hmm. You know, when I pitched this idea, I only did because I thought you would enjoy the second album. I didn't think mm. you'd enjoy the first one. Interesting. But I wanted to throw you a bone. 
a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, I wasn't going to do like periphery or anything like that, but I thought this would be interesting enough um, for everyone to f- keep, get something out of it. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm glad you did. I, I, I legitimately am. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I think um, drop <laughs> drop those numeric ratings by one across the board. Okay. And you got my opinions. Four um, and six? Yep. Four and six. Interesting. I, I will not go back and listen to the first one. Um, as a matter of fact, I was going to listen to the first one again t- so I could take more specific notes, and I decided I didn't want to. Um, and then the second one, I don't think I'll go back and listen to the album but I will probably listen to Casanova and Leather Wings again. Nice. I I didn't come here with the rating, but I think if I had to rate them like now, um, I, th- I think I'd rate Dark Pool 6 and Heroin 9 maybe up to that point, just because Whoa. Eight, and a, 8 and a half or 9, I think, depending hmm. on the day. We but, don't do decimals here. <laughs> it's a 10 point scale not eight, a 20 point the don'ty decimal eight system. in one over two there <laughs> fractions do we do fractions no shoot <laughs> um because of reasons i already mentioned like the vibe and all that yeah i just yeah. think it's neat it's cool it's different yeah. i totally see what you're saying about a vibe too because mm-hmm. i very much got that from the second album so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i love it i don't i'm not playing this game okay you're not playing You're not the, summarizing your thoughts? No. That's not a game you play? No, I liked the second album. Uh, I think it surprised me in a lot of ways. I thought it was really catchy. I want to spend more time with it. Cool. And First album solidified that Gent is not for me, mm. but I don't hate it, and I don't hate that it happened to me. <laughs> so all right, when you say I'm not playing that game, you mean like you're not assigning an arbitrary number to no. your thoughts on an album? No. I mean, like, yes, we are assigning arbitrary numbers to something artistic. Um, so keep in mind, it's just our opinion and our opinions are generally terrible. So also, if you don't know what it means, look up the word arbitrary and that will tell you everything you need to know. <laughs> to our listening audience, pick which <laughs> hosts of the show you find you most agree with and go with their numbers. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why there's four and of And then us. write in. Write in and tell us which grit you are after you've done that. <laughs> after you've done the quiz. And also which host which you host you are disagree with the most. Next BuzzFeed quiz. We should actually make a quiz though, where it asks Ooh. you a bunch of questions and it tells you which host you would dis- you would fight with the most. <laughs> <laughs> One that, of them just says Tanner. <laughs> They're all just Tanner. <laughs> Every single path leads you to fighting. Yeah, TK. and the picture is both of us. Yeah, <laughs> Tanners, and you're both just like. Because yeah, Jonathan we, and I would never fight you. We argue the no. most, but we have the most similar taste. It's so in music. Funny. <laughs> um, well, guys, thank you so much for going on this journey with us. We really appreciate you. Hopefully, you you had an easy time running up that Thornhill. Yeah. Um. Next time. We the triple crown. Triple crown. Triple review. Black Wonder Year Prada. The the wonder wait. The devil the, wears The Devil wears black wonder. One, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Those three albums. We're gonna review them and assign arbitrary numbers to them. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully your taste in music just got a, a little, little more terrible. terrible.
Grits. Who is that artist? B B N O dollar sign. 